It's a hockey show for you, the best fans in the AHL. Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. It's time to go top shelf at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's Rain Man and Scoop. So I should let everybody know before we even get started, I have a pair of tickets for the second annual Sports Jersey Ball, which is on February 1st, this Friday. I'm going to give those to somebody tonight. So if you're on your way down here for Utica Comets Insider, I may just walk up to you and hand these to you. I've got to figure out a way to give these out. So I'll be looking around. Maybe the first person I spot in a jersey that comes in here. So we are live overhead in the 72 Tavern. Scoop is here. My name is Rain. Joe Roberts is the play-by-play and voice of the Utica Comets. And he had... Good to have him hanging out in person this week. He had himself... Well, he had himself a, a beer, sort of. The sauce was with you in Rochester. Yeah, he was... Uh, he came on the air... He came on the air on Friday, and he did a great job. I heard some awesome feedback about him, too. So he's trying to work on negotiating a deal. Uh, It's a pretty straightforward deal. $1 million. He's going to play the home games and do color on the road. So, you know, listen, man, put up or shut up time for management, I guess. Listen, that makes me want you guys to be on TV. If Sauce is going to be involved because that beard is magnificent. We had him a couple weeks ago. Had a great time talking to him, Scope. The game Friday night, uh, I watched it on MSG, and I thought... So who'd was, you listen to? Uh, they didn't have the sound. Uh-huh. Okay. They, had, they had these guys on MSG I'm not really acquainted with in front of the uh, Rochester Americans uh, backdrops, which I found disgusting, quite uh, frankly. Uh. Uh, it actually kind of ruined my dinner. But nonetheless, I thought it was a fantastic game. It, I felt bad because... Kobakov had such a fantastic game. 31 saves through two periods, but I think 48 overall. And he was standing on his head to keep the Comets in that game. And with 158 left in the game, they tied it up, then they win it. I mean, we had seven rounds of the shootout, and some of the three-on-three play in overtime was just spectacular. Yeah, there were a couple of really good chances. You know, anytime your goalie makes 48 saves, you probably expect your hockey team to win. Um, But uh, I guess that's the part of the parody of the hockey game, right? So uh, Rochester is a a high-octane offense. That's what we knew they were going to be. That's what they've been all season. So if you go into the third period and was it a two nothing lead or a one nothing lead? Whatever it was, it was at that one nothing going into the third. I right. think I think we uh, Boucher got a he got a second goal of the one. night exactly. So I, you know, anytime you're playing Rochester, you're not off the hook when you're playing them, right? So uh, you snooze for one second, they'll make you pay, and uh, they were able to find the back of the net, and all of a sudden we had to go to overtime and try to get it done the extra session. Now. You get a point in that situation. So it's not all that bad, um, but obviously you would have liked to have been able to uh, kind of puff your chest out and say you picked up a win on the road there in Rochester in front of a, a pretty tough crowd to play in front of. Tanner Kiro, two assists. Reed Boucher, two goals. And, and Kulbikov, just outstanding. And then, you know, the shootout just went on and on and on and on. Uh, unfortunately, though, not a win for our Utica Comets. Yeah, we got to dive back into this Rochester game in just a second. We should let everybody know a lot of background noise because it is the 10 cent wings, and I know Scoop ordered a plate of those. I haven't ordered them yet, but I will shortly. I'm waiting on mine. If you hear the noise, that that's probably me licking my fingers when I eat my 10 cent wings. And of course, you can wash those down. Um, there's many choices of adult beverages if you're looking for a beer, but they even have the Labatt Blue and Blue Light Comets cans. And down now here. on draft here at the 72 Tavern and Grill, 
the Saranac Polar Haze IPA, which is an outstanding IPA. They've been rolling out some killer IPAs and double IPAs, and I love this one. Tonight is also in Springfield, the AHL All-Star Extravaganza. The skills competition was last night. It's on the NHL Network. It's on AHL TV. Brendan Burke, former and original broadcaster of this organization of the Utica Comets, is on the play-by-play tonight. We had him on SportsZilla yesterday. It was good to catch up with him. You can watch that down here. We've got it on one of the screens here. I'm watching it right now. I'm not even listening to you guys. They're, uh, they're going through introductions as we speak. Reed Boucher is our lone participant in that, obviously. He uh, came in, uh, he tied, hitting four of six of the plates in the accuracy portion on the skills competition last night. He technically tied with Francis Perrin. Perrin? Perron of the San Jose Barracuda. He doesn't matter. He's in the Western Conference. <laughs> we never see that guy. So we're going to give it a, give Bush the win. It was awesome. I'm happy for him. Uh, he's deserving of it. But we, we've got it at some point tonight on Comets and Setter Scoop. We've got to bring back up the obvious. Maybe it's at 7.30 when Ben Burnell joins us from the Observer Dispatch, of course. But we've we got to talk about Tanner Carroll. And I, and, I, and I know we know the reasons, and every team's got to be represented. But we've we got to blow up their spot because I thought that Tanner and Zach McEwen, we've talked about this ad nauseum for the past few weeks, just were deserving. And nobody would argue if they were in Springfield right now being introduced in the All-Star game. Coach Trent Cull has told Ben Burnell for the paper, and he said on these very airwaves last Monday night that Tanner Kiro has been the most consistent Utica Comet all season. Without a doubt. And we are, of course, joined by Joel Roberts, the voice of the Comets, who's going to add to that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you need the, uh, I think you need two eyes to realize that he's been the most consistent player this season. He's the one player all year that hasn't been moved from his uh of his position of top line centerman, right? There's been so much line juggling going on this season due to injury, due to streaks and slumps and peaks and valleys and and everything that happens in a hockey season. So um, just if you get to watch Tanner Carroll, he's really something special. His vision is lights out. I mean, he's such a good distributor of the puck. Uh, he's responsible on both ends of the ice. He plays in all situations, power play, penalty kill, uh, and so on and so forth. And uh, he's been a great addition to this hockey team. And you have to kind of remember sometimes that he was brought in on a trade at the NHL level. Uh, and he's a guy who was a little bit upset when he didn't start the year in Vancouver in the NHL because that's where he wants to be, where he thinks he should be. He's played plenty of games in the National Hockey League, right? He's played a lot so, of them. Yeah, exactly, with the Blackhawks. And, and you know, he was good in Rockford. So he's a guy that has something to prove. He's not here kind of riding off into the sunset. He has something to prove. He wants to be in the National Hockey League. And he definitely has the skill set to do that. I think there's a lot of teams that he's slotting in somewhere. It's just with what Vancouver's trying to do. Uh, maybe it's a numbers game. It's the, it's right time, right place. He did get a quick call-up. Injuries happen. You never know. He might get some games up there by the end of the year. There's a handful of guys that we'll get to as we, as we discuss tonight that, that may have a look by the end of the season. I think that's the easiest way to put it. But I want to go back and focus a little bit on that Rochester game, specifically Ivan Kolbikov, Kulby as they call him. Scoop, Rain, Joe Roberts here. It's Utica Comets Insider from the 72 Tavern on 94.9 K-Rock. But Kulby's from Belarus, okay? Speaks Russian. He's starting to comprehend English. There's a feature that I'm taking this information from on UticaComets.com. 22 years old, came over here, joined, uh, had a billet family, knew two words, he said. His first year was in the USHL with the Youngstown, uh, Youngstown Phantoms. He was 19 
And and then he had a look a little bit this little earlier this year. He's been down in Kalamazoo. Back here for his second look. He's played much better. He's been a little bit more confident. He kind of knows the job is his right now. He's a lot of fun to be around. I've, I've had some interesting interactions with him. He doesn't know much English, but apparently he's learning by watching the NHL Network. I yeah. love the one quote in the story where he says he liked big tennis and small tennis. Yeah. That, so, and essentially, he meant ping pong when he, he was talking about small tennis. He said he was a junkie for the game. He can't get enough of it. So we watch, I watch television, the NHL show. And in the summertime, where he's from in Belarus is a similar climate to Utica. And, and when he gets a chance, he goes out and plays soccer. He plays anything. And yeah, big tennis, small tennis. And then he corrected that to ping pong and apologized profusely. Tell us about your interactions, Joe Roberts, with with Colby. I love this guy. He's yeah. a beauty, man. He's so funny. He he has a great sense of humor. Um, you know, he he. There's certainly a language barrier there, um, but he tries so hard, uh, and he does a great job. And uh, you know, he was laughing about you know what's your favorite part of Utica? Like my bed was his answer, and he just has <laughs> one of those. One of those great senses senses of humor that you just want to be around. Uh, and my favorite thing, I got to tell you, my favorite thing, you did an interview with him. You're talking about the interview I did with him and the article I wrote up. The one you did with him when he was the first star of the game a couple weeks ago yeah. at the odd was hysterical. Thank you. He's like, I don't need to say much. What I do know is that Utica is the best fans in the AHL. And to <laughs> me, that was so funny. And I love how, like, at the end, if we win a game at home, the team goes to center ice. They salute the crowd. And then everybody kind of trickles off. And then he comes back out to center. They got the spotlight on him. And he waves to everybody. And yeah. he's just, he is, he's so funny. Um, and when he plays well, it's really a sight to see because he plays with such flair and athleticism. And um, that style of goaltending yeah. is so exciting. It never get you know, people loved watching Dominic Hasek because of the way he played. Um, so it, it's, it, it's been fun to watch him develop and, and play well with this uh, amount of responsibility. It's been a lot. I told the story uh, when we did that interview with him on the ice when he got the first star. It was a Syracuse game, I believe. And he, he skates back after he skates out and the spotlight's on him. He comes back over and I'm waiting with the microphone and he's got this look of sheer terror in his eye. And he goes, this is exactly what he said. He goes, he goes, you help? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and I go English and I'm on the mic now. And I'm like, I got you. And we, we kind of worked him through it. It was hilarious. He is. He's you can't help but smile whenever you talk to him, whenever you're around him. Scoop. He will charge the attacker, too. Yeah. Uh, you, you saw that in the in the Rochester game. And even in the, the shootout, he was doing a little of that, you know, like trying to cut down the angle. And, you know, it's one of those things that sometimes you kind of hold your breath. But he's confident, you know. He, he believes in it. He does it. I'm sure there are conversations maybe perhaps with Gary Agnew about some of that. And it's a little different now than it was at the beginning of the season. You remember what Culler said, head coach Trent Cull said to us, you don't want to discourage that. You just it's need, him. You just need to kind of smooth out the edges yeah. a little bit and pick and choose when you play your natural way as opposed to a little bit more uh, a little more disciplined, a little bit more refined, a little bit more on the professional sense, a little bit more balance within when you're leaving the crease and being aggressive and when you're kind of staying back home a little bit more. So it's Scoop, Joe Roberts, and Rain once again with 94.9 K-Rock. Utica Comets Insider from the 72 Tavern and Grill with 10-cent wings until 9 o'clock tonight. 
Comic Cast is something that you do. We've asked you about this on the phone before, but since you're here, you can elaborate a little bit more for us. I believe, as it stands, Dylan Blue just was the most recent, unless you've done another one that I don't know about. No, it's the All-Star break, so I'm giving the guys a little bit of time to kick their feet up and chill, but I have big plans for next week. We did just, just recently do the Blue Just one. This guy was hilarious. Yeah, I've, I've heard so some, funny. I haven't listened yet. I've heard a lot of feedback. I've seen some stuff on social media. But you're the one that recorded it with him, so t- yeah. tell us a, a little bit of the fun stuff that happened. Well, he's talkative, and it's, sometimes it's hard to find guys who are talkative, and sometimes guys give you uh, what feel like canned responses, and he very, very quickly established it. He was going to be candid, and I think candor is so important when you're talking with people, right? And and so he kind of laid it all out there, and, uh, you know, his brother-in-law is one of the Gronkowski brothers, so we talked and laughed about that, and... Um, like, it's just like you imagine. Like, they actually have a basement in their house that's called, like, Gronk Arena, and it's just as absurd as you might think it is. Um, so it kind of, like, satisfies you for every question you had regarding what they're like. Um, blue's a riot. Blue's a riot. Whatever you think, it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. So next week, and here's my master plan without telling too much, uh, but I'll tell you everything. We want to do, because you have Cam Darcy, who's from Boston, yep. Adam Gaudette, who's from just outside of Boston, and uh, Dylan Blugis, whose brother-in-law is one of the Gronkowski brothers. I want to do an all-masshole version of the podcast <laughs> next week following the Super Bowl. Patriots win, lose, or draw. That's who I'm talking to, because i got to hear what they have to say about the Super Bowl. I just hope that the Patriots lose, and you can let them know I said that. And if they, yeah, no. they want to hit me in the tunnel during the intermission interviews, that's fine, too. I understand. I'm rooting hard for the Rams, scoop. Well, I love the thing I saw on social media today, the, the Comets getting coffee in the car with you, and you had Carter Banks, mm-hmm. and he told the story of losing his two front teeth, which... You visibly winced when he told that story. I don't know if I want to give too much of it away. Is that a, a wince or a dry heave? It was, well, it was, it, it was uh, pretty shocking. <laughs> I mean, it was swallowed his teeth. Yeah, yeah. so here's, here's what I learned. It wasn't two front teeth. It was three front teeth. Um, what I also learned is that when you lose your teeth and you have a flipper, uh, like, you know, like, you ever left the house and, like, your computer was at home and you got halfway to work and you're like, damn, like, I forgot my computer? He does that with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to me, is the most absurd thing that a human can do. Um, so Carter is Carter is one of the nicest, most charming people you'll ever meet in your entire life. And uh, this whole concept of comets and cars getting coffee, uh, you may or may not know the guy that created it uh, with comedians and cars getting coffee. But just another fun way that we want to let people get to know the players and understand their personalities and, and quirks and so there's on. a full-length video coming out this was yep. like maybe a two-minute piece we saw well today. phil lavanco who's our video guy is here drinking beer and eating 10 cent wings when he should be editing the video so i'm not really sure when the full-length video comes out but uh i don't whenever know maybe maybe tomorrow he'll tell whenever me. he's done with the wings whenever he's done with the wings yeah don't get that on your work computer that's that's it's called throwing somebody under the bus which is fantastic live on the radio nobody heard that <laughs> that's right. nobody heard that at all so we're gonna we're gonna explore a concept right now we're gonna actually try to take our first commercial break somewhat on time and we're gonna come back we're gonna talk about luke shen a little bit cole lind a little bit who's starting to really thrive in his last i don't know eight to ten games PTO guys like Sauce and Cliff Watson, especially because 
some defensemen on the Utica Comet scoop are getting healthy. We're seeing them start to return. There's going to be some changes to this roster. Ben Burnell will join us at 7.30, and the wings are 10 cents. So it's Utica Comets Insider at the 72 Tavern and Grill alongside Joe Roberts. This is 94.9 K-Rock. Let's go, Comets! Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill. Back to Rain Man and Scoop on Comets Insider. Utica! On 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Labatt Blue, Slocum, Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. You can listen in on the K-Rock app, the stream, of course, krock.com. And if you've missed any of tonight's broadcast, it will be podcasted later. So look at our social media pages to find it at krockcny on Twitter, of course, Facebook, uh, Instagram. And you can listen to this program with your Amazon smart speaker as well, Alexa. iTunes, Google Play as well. You can subscribe to the podcast there. Scoop? we got to talk about save of the day before we go any further in this because we kind of want to put a little bow on it. $200,000 when it's all said and done, Joel Roberts. So we're actually we're going to be serious for like two, two minutes here maybe in, instead of teasing you, you soccer hooligan. Joel Roberts is the voice of the comments. Save of the day really has done some amazing stuff. What do you got for us, man? It's just some thoughts on that. I know we had the auction after everything was said and done. There's a lot of different ways that that total is, is accumulated, uh, but let, let's start there. Yeah, between uh, the Jersey raffle, the 50-50 proceeds, the um, Not-So-Silent Night Gala, which was held right around the holiday time, the Save of the Day Foundation was able to collect over $200,000. Um, and what else can you say about this organization other than it makes uh, life a lot easier for a lot of people who need assistance? Um, it's been helping people in the Mohawk Valley for 15 years. Uh, Robert Esch behind it, Kevin Lajewski, the staff over there at Save of the Day are uh, just unbelievable. They do such a good job making sure that uh, the money goes to the right places. Colleen Siamfraco is in the office with us as well. Um, they, they prioritize Save of the Day. They make sure it's something that never flies under the radar, something that is always top of mind. Uh, how can we help the area that helps us so much? Uh, so it's, 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 we talk about it all the time, it feels like, but I never get tired of talking about it because it truly is something that is special, uh, unique, and that this area is lucky to have. Yeah, we, we, we bring it up ad nauseum. I, I love that phrase because we just think it's, it's such a great thing that Rob does. Started it when he was a player 15 years ago, and the last few years... The Save of the Day game has turned into the Save of the Day week. And now scheduling, Rob told us, next year, kind of going to do something similar. Probably a good solid three games. Hopefully raise more than $200,000 next year. You went to, Scoop went to the gala. uh, But I I was just reading through some of the stuff. I was not there this year. But they had the, let's see, table purchases, a silent auction. They had the reindeer raffle. They had monetary donations help accumulate this $200,000 total. Uh, They have comedian there. Two comedians. The Dan Band from old school. Uh, let's see. They had a photo setup area with, uh, with Santa Claus. You could take pictures. And there was ta- a player sitting at every table. We had Cole Lind at our table, and it was funny. Somebody asked him if if he wanted a beer, and he says, "I'm I'm 20. I'm not old enough. To <laughs> yeah, have a he's beer not yet. old enough to do that." Uh, but what a, what a great kid he is. He's he awesome. To- told us about growing up on this 10,000 acre farm near Kelowna. You know, and uh, all these, I think he said five brothers and sisters. And he was raving on his younger brother. It's a small family. Tanner Carroll has nine siblings. Yeah, I, heard, I remember him telling us that. That's unbelievable. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, 
Cole said uh, his younger brother is a better hockey player than he is. He's going to be a better hockey player. Well, I'm glad you brought up Cole Lynn because if you remember the little tease before the first break, I don't want to bury the lead. Cole Lynn, somebody I wanted to talk about. He's really, he's broken out ever since he rubbed my head and the GIF was released on Utica Comet social media. But not just his first goal of the season, but he's now had two goals this season. But overall, it's not just goal scoring. Trent Cole has said that. Cole has acknowledged that. You gotta, you gotta be a well-rounded player. I've seen a lot from him. You, you really can see the confidence developing. He's even said that uh, Ben Burnell, who joins us in our next segment, did an interview with him in the Observer Dispatch, and he made that comment there. Let's hear both of yours. We'll start with Joe. All right. So Scoop just said he was sitting at a table with him. Somebody offered to buy him a beer, and he said, "No, I can't even drink a beer." All right. So if the guy can't drink a beer yet, give him some time to try to develop to play against the best hockey players in the world. Amen. So there's a little bit of impatience with Colin, and I get that sexy draft pick, early second-round pick, put up ungodly amounts of numbers, and he was playing with Kelowna in the Western Hockey League, but there's just so much pressure on a kid to learn how to play in the American Hockey League, which, please do not forget, is the second-best hockey league in the world. Gadjevich and him have both said, listen, man, this is a harder adjustment than you think it is. It's not easy. So, uh, you know what, now that he's starting to find his stride, play with some confidence, you will clearly see a shift in his point production. Uh, At least I believe that's the case. Confidence is a huge component of somebody's game. Um, and, and like I said, you just you got to be patient with kids. You just have to. I mean, if he, at 20 years old, burst out of the gates and ended up in Vancouver for the rest of the year, then my goodness, good for him. But that's just not how normal things work. Some people need a couple of years before they can reach their athletic peak. And, um, you know, it's nice to see that obviously things are going the right way. He's playing with the right people. He's getting the right ice time. Uh, he's starting to be trusted in more situations. So... We'll see where it takes him. And that said, from you know what I've read from Ben Burnell, who will join us shortly. He's way smarter than me, so and, if he has any take on anything, listen to him over me. And, and what I've heard is that Coach <laughs> Call, who is, is known for his ability to teach players, and, and the coaching staff have taught Cole some things, tried to get him to learn some things and do some things, uh, play a little tougher, uh, you know, develop, uh, get a little meatier, get a little bigger. And it sounds like they're very happy with how he's progressed just from the beginning of the season, doing the things they've asked him to learn and try to do better. So uh, this is an ongoing process. We're halfway through the season, for crying out loud. Yeah, they, you always hear the expression from the guys about being hard on pucks, and I think he's starting to learn that. You, you These guys are going to outmuscle you if you're not digging in the corners and doing the dirty work. If you're not in in the gym getting stronger, if you're not really dedicated to taking care of your body, your diet, there's a lot of things when you're 20 years old you don't know about being a professional hockey player. And this is this is good hockey. I mean, you're seeing it tonight. It's on the screens down here at the 72 Tavern with the All Star Game happening, and the wings smell unbelievable. It's packed in here. Ten cent wings. Yeah, I said ten cent wings. I think the ones. I think the ones that smell unbelievable are the ones waiting at my seat. Yeah, he's getting tortured. His wings are at the table. Everybody else is eating, and he's, of course, over here talking to us. Joel Roberts is with us. Scoop and Rain, 94.9 K-Rock. Utica Comets Insider is every Monday at the 72 Tavern and Grill. I just want to mention one more time, I do have, and I will give out to somebody that is here tonight, 
the second annual sports jersey ball is this Friday. It's where everybody wears a jersey, basically. I'm sure you've heard it. It's been all over the radio and TV and things like that, and they've done it for the second year in a row. Mrs. Rain is even going to this. I'm already dressed. Because uh, where she works, they're also one of the fine sponsors for this. So, I mean, it's a $60 ticket. I got a pair of them. So we're going to hook there those up. There you go. Up. That's nice. Everybody that goes to this, you don't go in. It's not black tie or anything like that. Everything about it is is black tie, except you're wearing sports jerseys. So it's really kind of a fun. It's a fun thing. It's a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's a cool. cool idea. I like it. So we're going to give those tickets out in a few minutes. Let's get back into it. Let's talk about the Comets. It's kind of like the state of the Comets or, you know, we're about halfway through. I think there's about 30 games left in the Comets season. And let's see what the second half of the season brings after tonight. A couple more days off, obviously, before we get back into the games. But Luke Shen is now part of this team. 700 games of NHL experience. Uh, he's going to be on that back line. Because it, it brings it brings up the conversation of what are we going to be doing with guys like Colton Saucerman or Cliff Watson, who are signed on PTOs right now. We've got Jalen Chatfield back. We've talked about this scoop. We've who got- I heard uh, Joe saying was pretty solid in his game in Rochester on Friday night. And then Ashton Sautner is is returning shortly, so things are going to change. Those are even more of those roster moves we had alluded to in, in our first segment. You don't, you don't know what's going to happen with guys like Sauce, who I think has earned a, a look for the rest of the season, but it's a numbers game, and you don't know what's going to happen. Or is it going to be Cliff Watson to be a casualty? Do you keep these guys around? I know I'm not asking Joe Roberts, do you know anything? I'm asking just speculation or you know, having done this for a while. What do you think? I don't know. Uh, you know what? It's ultimately, um, <clears throat> ultimately, it boils down to being a numbers game yeah. at some point in time. Um, and, you know, in the American Hockey League, you can have huge rosters because they don't put the caps on it and, and so on and so forth. But when it boils down to it, if you do think somebody is in the cards for being a future part of your organization, then you want them to play. If they're not playing with your organization, then you find somewhere where they can play. If that's in the ECHL, that's where it is. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's all part of the fact that this is a, uh, it's a tough business to be in. And again, how many times do we have to say it? it's the second best hockey league in the world? So, so you know, I, I, you know, nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody has the answer. But what I can tell you is that guys want to play and coaches want guys to play. Because if they're playing, they're getting better, period. Scoop, sometimes you'll see guys... You'd be in a PTO, they cut the guy loose, a game later somebody gets hurt. Well, yeah. You sign that guy and bring him right back. That Cam- was exactly what I was going to say. We, you know, we don't have the crystal ball, and we don't know what injuries may pop up. And certainly, given the history so far this year and what happened last year, you know, you always got to think there could be another injury around the corner. That You just you can't forecast that. So we got to take our next break. Joe Roberts is along with us. I'm Rain. That scoop. This is the 72 Tavern and Grill 10 Cent Wing Night in Utica Comets Insider. Ben Burnell, reigning Ellery Award winner from the American Hockey League. And, of course, his coverage is daily in the Observer Dispatch. He's next on 94.9 K-Rock. Now our Comets Insider Grind Line with Rain Man, the Rocket, and Scoop, the Cement Head. I wish the radio... With scratch and sniff, Scoop. They really do. It smells unbelievable in here. Not to be confused with scratch and sniff on Friday nights on K-Rock. They were where they remix your radio with the mashups. Uh, I apologize to everybody that's here's bathroom a little bit later on tonight, but it's totally <laughs> worth it. Sorry, I stole that joke from our friend Jack Perrin, who's on a little Sunday thing we do called the Sportzilla Show. But 
yesterday, since I bring that up over on the Brother Station ESPN Utica Rome, shameless plug, shameless plug. Ben Burnell joined us there yesterday. He's the Ellery Award winner for his coverage with the American Hockey League, or his coverage of the Comets for the American Hockey League. And he's reigning previous winner, a guy by the name of Brennan Burke, who's actually calling the AHL All-Star Game tonight on the NHL Network and AHL TV. Well, he won it too, and we put them together on the phone yesterday. Now, we don't have Berkey with us because he's obviously literally broadcasting right now from Springfield, but we do have Ben Burnell. So, Ben, there's your, uh, there's your introduction. We build you up. Let's talk some comments. It's the midseason report, basically. And we're going to revisit a few of the things that we discussed yesterday. Uh, where do we start, Scoop? There's so much. I mean, I want to talk a little bit more about Luke Shen because I thought, I thought Ben had some great insight as to what he's going to bring to the table. We covered some of it in our last segment with injuries and guys getting healthy, you know, chatty and sots, and what do we do with Cliff Watson, and what do we do with Colton Saucerman, and, and all these moving parts. But, I mean, it's a guy that's played 700 NHL games. He was out in San Diego where Andy Zilch is right now. He spent he spent the majority of this year here. He's never been in the AHL before this year. He was a teammate with Jamie Cyphers in Toronto a few years back, which I found out. And he's good friends with former Comet Derek Hulak, who basically, he said, gave him the rundown. You read the same thing that I did. Uh, Benny, Benny wrote it. Uh, that, you know, he got the rundown. That this is a great place to play hockey. I think I took in, took everything from Ben Burnell, but go. Well, you know, he, he brings some veteran leadership to the locker room. And as Ben and I were talking off the air yesterday, that can go kind of two ways. You, you know, you can get an NHLer who comes to an AHL squad who didn't really want to be here, who feels he deserves to be up top, and they might have a chip on their shoulder. They might have an attitude. They might not be a, a positive force in the locker room. But Luke Shen is certainly saying all the right things, and I think he had a very solid night on Friday night. Ben, your turn. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the uh, warm welcome, too. Uh, you know, in terms of Luke Shen, I think he brings uh, a great veteran presence that uh, certainly helps on the back end, especially with all these injuries they've had recently. Uh, and, you know, in talking to him, and like Scoop said, he seems like he has a pretty good attitude just kind of talking to him and, and, you know, he says he wants to work on, on his game and, and get back to the NHL. And, I, you know, that's that's the goal for everyone, right? So uh, I think it's good for, for the Comets, uh, and I think it'll be good for him, too. Uh, give me your thoughts about uh, about bringing Berkey back like we did yesterday and having a chance to catch up with Brendan Burke. And, of course, your thoughts about, you know, both of you being superstars with the Ellery Award. And he's calling a very exciting team this year, the Islanders, who are the story of the year. So, you know, you've had a chance to reflect since we talked to him yesterday. And what's up in your head now? Share it with us. Well, I think Brendan is easily one of the most knowledgeable people in this game. And I think uh, he's just a great asset uh, for hockey. Uh, It's always great to listen to him talk and, and listen to what he has to say. I thought he had great insight on uh, Kendall Coyne and, and the other women that played during the uh, NHL All-Star uh, stuff. You know, that was great to hear, too, about his daughter looking up and, and seeing these women play. So, uh, you know, I think it's you can never go wrong uh, listening and, and talking with Brendan Burke. This is Ben Burnell on the phone with us. Scoop and Rain here at the 72 Tavern and Grill for 10 Cent Wing Night, of course, coinciding with Utica Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. So we've got 30 games left. We brought this up with Joe Roberts during our last segment, Ben. But it's basically the halfway point of the season. So 
kind of give us your state of the Comets through the first half and, and maybe some things that you're looking towards as we go into the second half. They're up near the top of the division right now. Problem is they've got four or five games in hand. And I guess it, the All-Star break will give a few teams a chance to catch up a little bit, Scoop. That could be a problem. But also I think the, the other side of the coin is, is that there's probably some more time to, to rehab and heal as opposed to the first half of the season. Ben? Yeah, I, I think they find themselves in a, a pretty good spot uh, at the All-Star break, being up near the top of, excuse me, the uh, North Division standings. And I think if they can, can continue to play uh, well and maybe find a little bit more consistency in these last 30 games, I think that can only be a positive for them. Um, you know, it's uh, always tight in the North Division, it seems, and it's it's like that right now. So, um, you know, they got to... Got to keep uh, their foot on the gas, I guess. What, any other observations that pop out at you if I say, Ben, think about the first half of the Comets season. What's the first thing that's top of mind with you? Well, I, I mean, you look at Reed Boucher, obviously the uh, the all-star tonight representative for the yep. Comets. I mean, he's having another strong season. You look at Tanner Kiro, who's been arguably one of the best players for the Comets this season. I think he's done uh, extraordinarily well, and I think he's stepped in, and, you know, the Cucks really won that trade, and I certainly think he deserves a look up top. I I mean, you look at a guy like Zach McEwen, who continues to make strides, and it's probably only a matter of time until, you know, he gets a look, too, with the Canucks. Uh, And I I think he's doing everything uh, the coaches have asked for of him, and you know, that's that's a strong story, too. You know, these the, the rookie guys, everyone wants to see them in the lineup and, and play. I think those guys continue to make strides. You look at a guy like Cole Lind, who says he's he's gaining more confidence recently. You can kind of see that in his play, too. And I, I think this is about the time of year when everyone, these young kids, uh, start to kind of find their way and, and uh, start helping, uh, pitching in different ways. Uh, if you had a crystal ball, Ben, and if you were the sort of person who would predict things, I'm going to give you two names and ask for your prediction. Will Zach McEwen and will Guillaume Brisebois get a call up to the Vancouver Canucks this season? Well, I know I've, I've read that uh, Canucks GM Jim Benning said that uh, he, he would like to uh, have the opportunity to bring them up and get a look. And I mean, at some point, you kind of have to do that to kind of see what you have. Uh, and I think those are two guys that have, have certainly deserved it. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I say all the time, uh, anything is possible in this league. And I, I think those two guys, uh, you know, are strong possibilities of, of getting a look. But at the same time, they've got to find room for them, too. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I certainly think they've uh, put themselves in conversation. What do you expect out of Adam Gaudet going into the second half, assuming he stays here for a stretch of games and doesn't get called back up? Because, man, he, he's got an NHL game. It's just fine-tuning a few things with him, learning. He's still young. Just because he wins the Hobie Baker, you think he's going to come in like Brock Besser. That's not, as Joe said, it's, it's not the way it works. Some guys need a little bit of seasoning and the opportunity to play penalty you know kill penalties to be on the power play to play five on five to work with some different guys that play the game a little bit different to to round them out but i'd love to hear what you think about adam Gaudet. 
Well, and I, I tweeted this the other day too. You can clearly see the uh, the skill is evident with Adam. I mean, he's got such great offensive talent and and just a smart hockey player. I think if he continues to work on all aspects of his game, I mean, round out that defensive side, um, that that can only serve him better as he goes along. And I, I think you know, and you know, we've seen it with Travis Green and the teams that he's coached. He wants you know players that you know, don't do just one thing. They do everything well. And I think Adam is certainly on that path. And I mean, he, you know, one of the uh, standout players, and I, obviously he hasn't played a whole lot down here, but certainly has, uh, has done well in his time here. I want to give you a chance to elaborate a little further on something we started again to get into at the very end of the ESPN Sportzilla show on our uh, brother station, ESPN Utica Rome yesterday was, there was a remark to the province by Jim Benning about Evan McEnany, and, you know, it was a short sentence, but it seemed to indicate that maybe Evan wouldn't get a look up top as opposed to somebody like Jalen Chatfield or Jim Breezebois. Have you heard anything more about that? Are we reading too much into that remark, perhaps? Or, you know, and, and should we wait and see what develops? I, you know, I was kind of surprised because he produces so well here on the AHL level. Sure does. Well, I, I completely agree with you guys. I think he's uh, he's certainly stepped up and, and helped, um, you know, given the opportunities he's had. I mean, uh, you know, you look at Ole Levy went down and, and Evan kind of stepped in there as a uh, power play guy and he's done well there. Um, you know, and he, he's, he's a guy that's talked about uh, gaining more confidence as the season, you know, goes along. He was coming off that knee injury. Um, you know, it, I go back to the anything is possible. They could say, you know, okay, this guy is just a a depth kind of option for us. But if he continues to play well and continues to, you know, be a guy that you can't overlook, then maybe they say, okay, let's you know, let's have him, you know, get some games in here and see what he can do. I, I wouldn't certainly shut the door on anything. I mean, I I think it, uh, you know, still time for for Evan McEnany. Ben Brunel joining us. It's Utica Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock Live at the 72 Tavern and Grill with 10-cent wings going strong right now. We're going to thank you for joining us. I want to talk a little bit about Thatcher, you know, obviously out of the first half graduating to Vancouver. What's up with Wacy and Vince? They're on the shelf right now. The job that Ryan Johnson and Pat Conacher have done, you know, in the office and making sure that this team's roster has the best possible players when injuries or call-ups happen. I think we'll go from there, Scoop. That's what we're going to do next. And I want to give props to Ben uh, for spotting the what looked to be a Carter Banks bobblehead in the uh, Comets Getting Coffee and Cars feature today because I initially didn't notice that. Ooh, so I did not notice that either. Good maybe, job, Ben. Maybe that's something to look forward to. Oh, it was right there on the console. I don't know how I missed it, but <laughs> I, then he pointed it out, and I went back and watched. All right, we're going to have Joe Roberts pop back over for a couple minutes, too. This is 94.9 K-Rock. <laughs> Let's do that hockey. Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. And now our Comets Insider grind line with Rain Man the Rocket, Scoop the Cement Head, and play-by-play voice Joe Cujo Roberts. Oh, my heavens. The 10-cent wings smell so good. How were they, Joe? You had a couple. Are you still waiting on your order? They were great. They were great. I elected to use my time off the air. Instead of breathing, I decided to eat. 
You were inhaling wings. I was inhaling wings. Yeah, he didn't. Very good. Did you see he walked over? He didn't even sit in his chair. He just literally standing there shoveling him down. Well, if you sit, then you crimp your body, and it doesn't help things flow. You got to stand up. Kobayashi. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like Kobayashi here. Wiggle he does. So for those that don't know, Joe Roberts, obviously a play-by-play guy for soccer, but also, or hockey, but also a big soccer fan. Uh, He is in his Utica City FC jersey tonight. Yeah. And his his rejoin on a hockey show is actually the Bouncing Souls, ole, 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 which you hear if you're a soccer hooligan. Not bad. Uh, You're doing a great job in your side gig when you get yourself into trouble, allegedly with Utica City FC. We're not going to break that story down. That's yours to tell yeah. for when we finally get back into hockey. The Crunch, I love that the Comets are coming back, Scoop, with the Crunch on Friday. Then Saturday at Springfield. And then we got Lehigh Valley on Friday, February 8th, when they finally return home. Then the Rochester Americans on the 9th. And then back on the road on the 10th against the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Yeah, and that uh, 10th is going to be the next home game for the Utica City Football Club. So you got two Comets games Friday and Saturday, and then you got a Sunday game with the Utica City Football Club all here at the ABC. Yeah, this place smells so good, though. I can't get over how good it smells. Don't forget, if you're just joining us, the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes. Just look for Utica Comets Insider, Google Play. It'll be on social media in three places. The stories on Instagram, the link will be there. Twitter and Facebook at KROCKCNY. If you have an Amazon smart speaker, you can listen to us every Monday from 7 to 8. You just say, Alexa, enable the K-Rock Utica skill, and then tell her to play K-Rock Utica. And you can listen to the station regularly that way. Also, you can stream at krock.com, and there is an app in your app store that's free, K-R-O-C-K, to stream it. So, Scoop, Rain, and Joe Roberts, let's tie up a few loose ends here with Utica Comments Insider. What do we leave off on? Thatcher Demko, within the first half, graduating to Vancouver, Joe how happy are you for him so far? Yeah, I'm pumped. I'd love to see him play a little more in Vancouver, but, uh, you know, that's definitely a decision that's made a pay grade or two or ten uh, above me. So uh, hopefully when he gets the chances, he can capitalize like he did uh, when he got the nod. I think it was against Buffalo at that's home, right. and he picked up the win. And uh, He's the first ever Canucks goalie to start his career 2-0 and with the franchise, yeah. and he did it over the course of about a full calendar year, which <laughs> yeah, is hysterical crazy. to me. Um, but you know what? That was uh, everybody's journey is different, uh, and Vancouver was patient enough to let him stew properly, and so I think it's going to pay dividends for him. I think he's definitely ready. Travis Green said he's probably one of the best players on the ice. I'm sure you read that too, Scoop. Absolutely. You love to see praise like that coming from the captain up there. Uh, I'm also curious uh, your thoughts on uh, it's been one game, Michael Layton, and obviously we talked to Coach Cole last week. He's got to get his legs under him. He's, he hasn't played since, I think, November uh, until that game. Uh, what did you see? What did you think? Yeah, Coach Cole even said last week that maybe the Comets didn't have their best game in front of him. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's partially true. I think trying to find his legs is partially true. I also wonder how things would have unfolded had that game stayed at a 7 p.m. puck drop. That game was pushed up five hours to account for the uh, impending weather. Uh, it was the right thing to do to move that game up. It was 100% the smart thing to do to assure the safety of the fans that come out to the games. Um, with that being said, maybe that forced the hand to start Leighton as opposed to parlaying Kulbikov once more. Um, he had already made seven straight starts. What's one more? Yeah. Um, so, you know... I, was it necessarily the perfect situation for him to be successful in his debut? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm sure he looks forward to bouncing back whenever it is that his shoulder's tapped. Wacy and Vince 
a little banged up day to day. I know there's some other stuff that we're not going to bring up in the personal lives. Uh, I know some people have heard stuff, but we're going to leave that alone. Uh, any any updates on their status? Just kind of some nicks throughout the course of playing, or can we expect to see them? in the next week or so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure both of those guys played against Rochester. I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that both of those guys played against Rochester. So officially are, back? Yep, yep. They were both in action uh, on Friday, and now all of a sudden you kind of look at the roster and uh, try to account for guys that are missing. I think Sautner, and I can't really think of anybody else, any of the long-term guys, Jolivy and uh, Bacher. Other than that, I can't really think of anybody that's nicked or dinged right now. So the team is pretty darn healthy. So we've kind of cleaned up a lot of the injury issues that the team basically had. Yep, yep. I think that's, uh, I think it's safe to say, well, I almost just said we're in the clear, but it's better than it has been all year. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Scoop, we all know how that can change on the turn of a dime. Yeah, last thing, Ryan Johnson and Patty Conacher doing their work behind the scenes, you know, GM, director, player personnel, to make sure that when there are injuries, those roster spots are filled by the best possible players. You talk to them a lot more than we do or see them or interact with them. Joe, give us a let everybody know kind of how important they are to the Comet success. Uh, they account for anybody you see that puts on a Comet sweater and takes to the ice. Uh, when you look at our staff, uh, Robert Esch and company, the people that uh, are behind the scenes, we have nothing to do with hockey ops, player personnel, not even close to it. Um, Ryan Johnson, Patty Conacher, and the likes, they find the talent. They sign them to PTOs or contracts in the offseason and so on and so forth. And uh, they do unbelievable work identifying talent and finding people who they think can be successful in the Utica organization to help them win or on a larger scale with the Vancouver organization as prospects who can uh, be molded by those guys who are on AHL deals. So everybody is on a contract that's sort of unique for a reason uh, because they have a role. So those guys are some of the hardest working people I've ever met in my entire life, but also some of the most approachable, kindest, um, and open people you'll ever meet, too. And, and that's something I certainly appreciate. We appreciate Joe Roberts for joining us tonight, the voice of your Utica Comets. Syracuse Crunch and Utica on Friday. That's when you'll hear him again on these In airways. Syracuse. In Syracuse calling some hockey. From the Pigeon Coop. I know, right? It's one of the worst. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Even with the nice new renovated boxes. At Scoop 16, at K-Rock Rain, or at K-Rock CNY. If there's any Comets players that you would like to hear from on this program on Utica Comets Insider on an upcoming Monday, feel free to let us know. We'll work that through Joe Roberts. Make sure that we get that done. Other than that, we're out for the night. The podcast will be up soon. The final word on 94.9 K-Rock always goes to Scoop. Go Comets!